Welcome to the Coach Vaughn Podcast. I am Vaughn DiCarlo, a.k.a. Coach Vaughn. And um, yeah, I, there's my music. I forgot to hit the music button. I'm a little discombobulated because I'm live with Courtney Reynolds. And we're on station. Yeah. <laughs> can you say that on yeah, show? we can say that on my show. So basically, we're trying something new. I've been promoting the station head thing on my podcast, trying right. to get people to listen. Um, Coach Vaughn is on. So here we go. Uh, Courtney Reynolds, a very funny comic. He has a, a show on Station Head, and he invited me to come in and do his show live. So we're live on his show right now, yeah. and I'm rec- recording for Coach Vaughn Podcast. So we're going to see how we do. This is, um, this is, this is freaky. Double I up. Know, double I don't up. know what's happening, but it seems... Just do your show. Illegal. <laughs> how does it seem illegal? I don't know. We're like crossing platforms. Oh my God. I mean... I'm well, now you're making it. me think, like, yeah, how yeah, is he yeah. crossing platforms? We're going to get sued, but guess what? Or, no, no, now no, I'm going to turn it off. No, no, don't be weird. No, we've already crossed that bridge. But with who? Who do you think What's, is not going to be down that? for this? No, this is my podcast. Oh, that's your podcast. This is my podcast. So what, Coach Vaughn Podcast. Yeah. What do you, what do you, what's your I'm across platform? everything. I'm on iTunes, SoundCloud, oh, Laughable. So I'm everywhere. That's dope. Yeah, Misfit Network. Um, I'm across the board. And um, I have a station on Station Head just like you. That was like and an it was actually book. their idea at Station Head to um, possibly do like a live call in thing, record your podcast at the right, same right. time. So that's why I said, if you don't mind, let's let's try it out. I think I'll have a do. bonus episode on my show. And I got Von DiCarlo on my show. Right. So let's just trade. do your show. No, we're doing the show. This is the okay. this is the Von and Court. Actually, okay, Coach Von with full court comedy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is, see, now we tied it together. I'm the Quincy Jones of the show. So your show is called Full Full Court Comedy. Well, thank you, know, you for having I, me on your show yes. today. Yes, we appreciate you. Um, yeah, so I wanted to have you on. Um, you're a good friend of mine. I've known you since I've been around here. We're not friends, Courtney. We're 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 <laughs> colleagues. You know what? You're right. You're like we're like coworkers. We're more we're like coworkers. coworkers. They are friends when we're at no. Work. We just keep ending up on the same fucking team, and it's like, all right, we gotta get the job. Right? <laughs> but you know, Vaughn's a cool comic. Uh, she's usually uh, usually pretty nice. To me, uh, I don't know how she treats anybody else, but she's usually. I am nice very people. consistent, and I always say I'm not ever going to be accountable for what someone else thinks about me in their head. Okay. Like there's always some type of preconceived notion. Everyone, people do that to people all the time. It's not just me, I guess. But I think people will have something in their head swirling in their mind about whatever mm-hmm. they think about me or another person, and then they respond to you. With what the, what's in their head, not what is actually happening in reality. And I always go, well, whatever you have in your head has nothing to do with me. Well, I feel like I had the luxury of ignorance. Like, I, when I met you, I didn't know I was supposed to care. You know what I mean? Like, no, I don't or have, I didn't know there was, some, there was supposed to be some preconceived notion of who you were. So when I met you, it was just like... Yeah, Monica Carlo, she's that lady comic. Well, yeah, but <laughs> there's no. I'm not talking about any one specific right. preconceived notion, whether it's something in comedy or whatever. I don't know what you're insinuating in that. Nothing. But no, I just mean like, like I am, there was no being a female, yeah. having a certain look. Uh, you know, uh, she light skinned so she <laughs> she oh, gonna yeah. act light skinned Whatever is in your head. I remember. Here's an example. I was standing outside. I was talking to two comics. And, you know, it's dark, right on, um, what is the pair? What street is that? McDougal. Um, right on McDougal. And, you know, right, it's, in some areas it's darker than others. And someone was approaching another comic. And I didn't see, I couldn't, I didn't see them. Right. And as they got closer, I guess they thought I looked right at them and just didn't speak. So they came closer. And I was like, oh, hey. And they go, oh, so now you speak. I was like, huh? It's like you right. did. And they had they had it in their head that I was being funky because I was standing there talking to, right. I guess, two more well-established comics than what they are. Right, right, right. Well, that's people in their feelings like, that you relax. want. That's not something you have to deal with. You know, that's, that's but that's what I'm saying. Right. I'm not going to... Whatever is going on in your mind, I'm not accountable for that. Okay. I'm consistently... Yeah, I, I feel like I'm consistently... Um, respectful and nice to people. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like that's not your problem. If you if you display yourself uh, and you're comfortable with the way you display yourself, who gives a fuck what people think? Right. right? And um, 
I see you if you see me. If you don't see me, I don't see you either. And I don't care what your level or status is. So it's like I mirror every, every situation I'm in. If you're nice to me, I'm nice to you. If you're shitty to me, I'm not going to be necessarily shitty to you, but then I'm, I'm not, not going to make any effort myself, towards right. you either. Like I'm not, that, I'm not that chick that you play out. You know, you can't just treat me any old kind of way. And I'm still like, hey, bubbles and flowers. You know? So you were saying you... I'm gangster. <laughs> I'm saying I'm gangster. I hate when like good people try to get dark. <laughs> like, she, you should have seen how she said gangster. It was like it was like Justin Guarini. First to... of all, hashtag <laughs> Milan and Poppin. All my life, I got to fight for my blackness. I'm dark skin in my heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In your <laughs> I have dark skin swag. Don't ever get it twisted. You do not have dark skin I swag. I do. You don't you, understand me. You, you don't know where I'm from, You Courtney. act like you ain't never been popped in the mouth. Oh really? That's how I. Act? <laughs> that's that's oh, that light skin glad, shit. I'm glad. I didn't say I'm by a man glad. before we go too far. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I didn't say that. Have you ever been, have you ever been in a fight? Look, I'm gonna when put you, it to you like this. Kid, when you was a I'm kid, a, have you ever been in a fight? Answer the question. I'm gonna put it. Have you ever been in a fight? I'm a. But you want a yes or no? You want yes. a story? No, I want a yes or no, and then let's go to the story. Yes or no? Yes. Okay, let's hear about this. Story. I don't believe you. All right. I like what I like to call myself refined ghetto. Okay. I spend a lot of time uh, over the years. I have spent a lot of time working on myself. Mm. I try to be every day. I work on being the graceful Beyonce. Mm. But you know, I'm Solange the elevator on a bit. Like I'm from the projects. I grew up in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I'm Not even Pittsburgh. a city. I'm in Pittsburgh. Thirty miles south of Pittsburgh in Clareton, Pennsylvania, in the okay. projects. Um, Blair Heights Project that had a nickname after the Vietnam War. That's how bad it was there. They called it Blair Nam. Okay. That's where I grew up. So, you know. But were they afraid of you? Is what I'm saying. Was Vaughn... No. No. Not directly. And here's why. Because I was the baby. I have an older sister and all my cousins and boo-boo in them. Mm. So before you punch me in the mouth, you got to get through about eight to ten roughneck bitches. See, I'm a sociologist. Okay. So what you're saying is I can't fight? And what I'm saying is I haven't said a wrong statement yet. You act like you ain't never been popped in the mouth. And and you wish a motherfucker would say something to you because you got boo boo in them, boo-boo big brother, them. big sister, and and now, whoever else. Can I answer to that? Yes. So boo boo in them. We gonna call the crew boo boo. Boo boo in them. Boo boo in them. You think that they were with me all the time? No. Majority of the time. So if if you're protective of the baby, right? Mm-hmm. The baby that I've always had the gift of gab. I'm not. I can't. I, you know what? I can't fight. Let's just keep that out there. Let let people think that. I just wanted to but be honest, baby. Here's the thing. <laughs> nah, I can't fight. I can't fight. But let's just say, um, boo boo and them. Right. If I have to walk by myself, they they didn't necessarily to teach me to fight fair. Mm, okay. So. All right. So you're um, you're you got <laughs> dirty. <violence. laughs> Christina Aguilera, dirty. Alright, well I mean I'm not I'm not saying you couldn't handle yourself. I'm just saying like nobody's ever like flinched at you and you had to react. Like mm. Did I move when you, you just see what flinched? I'm saying? You don't even know you should be scared right oh, now. Oh so I know I'm not scared. I can handle you, Courtney. Right, I will I'm, fight you like a man. I will lose like a woman, but I will fight you like a man. I don't know if you know, but I've been doing push ups for this very moment. <laughs> you still skinny. You know you know what's crazy? I, I I remember I had this other idea for for a podcast where I wanted to. Uh, I'm a former basketball player, and you are Coach Vaughn. Right? Hold up, I, hold up. Oh. I like saying I'm a former basketball player <laughs> to people who won't challenge me. So shut up, Vaughn. <laughs> I used to play ball. <laughs> All right, recreation. What was your position, bench? I was a uh, left bench. Thank you very <laughs> much. Bench. I was. He was the seventeenth man. I off was the, bench. the fourth power forward <laughs> off the bench. But he was not no damn power forward. I I, I'll take you as a point guard. No, I, I was, I'm a point guard now, but I was a power forward in high school. You must have went to the tiniest high school ever. My, my front, my front, my NBA Midget high. was six foot nine, six foot no. eight, six seven. Why were six, you the three. power forward? I had bunnies, baby, a 38 inch bird. This is your high school. No wonder you ain't making it. No wonder I didn't play. I was a six foot power forward. You're fucking right. I, I, I looked at coach like, hey, coach, you never want to let me dribble. He was like, no. Your, your coach was awesome shit. He was a dumbass. But we're not talking about that. You know what I'm saying? We're talking about my, my glory years mm-hmm. in college when I was a real basketball player on the intramural team. Oh you know what God. I mean? Where did you go to college at? I went to Chain University. Oh, yes. Chain. 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 Don't mock 
me. I feel I thought you were celebrating me for a second, and now I feel mocked. I'm turning my back to you. Oh, please no, turn your back. Right, that's so, the only way I would win. Honestly, I'm a fan of basketball. I'm not an athlete. I've never played. That's what I was, that's what I was gonna say. I was I had I had an idea for a podcast where I would play ball against somebody, and then in the middle of it, like we'll talk about comedy and shit like that. I thought it was a cool idea. I thought I like actually physically play like, like on actually court. hooping. Like okay. I like I wanted to go one on one with. You're gonna have like two guests. Like, but I thought you, but I thought play. you hooped though. Cause well, if if you were to do that idea, I would have said yes, but I would have let you know that I don't play, but I. Can shoot. Well, I didn't. I didn't want to just because I plan on really balling. Like I didn't want to like. No, my version of playing is you stand way the fuck over nah, there destroy you, and let bro. me take a bunch of free throws. No, no. No, if you post up on me, I'm just gonna be like, here, take the ball. Like, yeah, yeah. Let me know when it's my turn. I wanted it to be real basketball. I didn't want nobody being like, oh, he's taking it easy on her because she's a girl. No. No. In all fairness, if if a girl that really can play mm-hmm. try to play you, don't give her no freebies. Yo, I, I don't believe in that. I'm but I don't, I'm not an athlete. Exactly. I don't That's why I was like, I can't. I just so shoot. I, could, I have a story if you want to hear it. Yeah. How I learned how to shoot. Please. Um, so I had a Are trainer. Right. Okay. So I had a trainer um, many, many years ago, and I hate doing push-ups. But he knew I like basketball. So um, to get me to do push-ups, he was like, come on, we're going to go on a court. And this was um, like at LA Fitness or whatever. You know, they have the right. big basketball court. They have a full court in there. And um, full court comedy. Pun intended. So was that a pun? What am I doing? Anyway, you, I have ADD. Don't interrupt me because I forget my whole story. What am I talking about? Oh, so we're in there, and to get me to do push-ups, he he's, knew I love basketball, so he's like, let me teach you how to shoot. So he started, you know, inching me, like, right under the court. He taught me how to short, gave me shoot, gave me form. He was like, every time you miss, that's two push-ups. Mm. So, of course, in the beginning, I was doing mad, mad push-ups. push-ups. What was so smart about him is... Not only was he teaching me how to shoot and inching me back to the point, I swear to you, I got all the way back to half court because I was strong. Like over time, I was building my strength in my arms and he was teaching me how to short. Shoot. What were you training for? Just to be in shape. Oh, all right. Like, I'll but just to be in shape. No, I'm like, I'm, I'm one of those gym rat kind of people. Yeah. Um, I like to work out. It's just I've never really gotten my diet and my working out. Together, lined it lined up at the same time, which is where I'm trying to go now. But I mean, it, I think it's fair to assume that you ball though, because you're rather tall. What are you like, uh, five and a lot? No, I'm only like five seven, five eight. I I was I'm five eight on my license, but I think I shrank because when I go to the doctor, they say I'm five seven now. Yeah. Just gravity, yeah. just gravity pulling me down, of course. It's Life's hard, man. It's, it's hard for light skinned people to get I knew you were going to say light skinned people, and I didn't <laughs> want to say it, but I knew you were going to say it. Well, I'm an empath. I'm a wizard. I can read your energy, so I knew that's nah, what you were just light skinned, That's all that is. But, um, no, I don't always have on heels, too. I don't, I'm not, I, I don't like, the only time I wear sneakers is when I go to the gym. Oh. I don't like my feet hitting the ground too close. It. It it messes. I don't. It's not comfortable on my feet. Like know. like a bulky heel, like how how have on now is like more comfortable to me. That's, so that's I appear to be taller than what I am. Yes, yeah, I I would have said you were a solid five eight. No, I just I'm I've never been an athlete, but I've, I'm from Pittsburgh again, so it's a sports town. You know what I feel about Pittsburgh? You know, I love sports. Pittsburgh. I I don't have like a crazy like. Uh, life story in Pittsburgh, but like I met a lot of people in Pittsburgh, from Pittsburgh when I went to college. All the girls seem to either look alike or act exactly the same, which makes me okay. feel like it's just one guy making babies <laughs> in Pittsburgh. Oh my god, that's like, weird. Like it's you very, might be right. I don't Everybody, doubt it. look. Let me tell you. So I remember when I went home for a funeral, and we were all in the church and every time someone else came in it was like what's up cuz everybody turned around everybody, so everybody is cuz i tell you one thing I, <laughs> I, and, and pittsburgh women pittsburgh the pittsburgh young ladies that i knew of were sort of aggressive like they were raised by their daddy like nah you don't get pimped you pimp them yeah right like so like every chick i've met in pittsburgh and now that i'm thinking about it all three of them were cousins okay and I might have got pimped. I think I got pimped. Well, you around. probably got pimped uh, because you wanted to be pimped, number one. And number two, no, I'm not all... that kind of girl, Vaughn. 
And Courtney, I don't even want to get into what kind of girl you are. Well, I'm a classy lady. I don't yeah. know. I don't know why you would assume. For the record, and whoever's listening on your show and or my podcast, um, you are calling yourself a lady. I did not put this on you. Hey, I'm not. I'm not afraid of gender roles. I can. I can portray. Myself I know that your skirt you wore today is very cute. It's a kilt. Okay. It's, oh, it's a kilt. kilt. Okay. Do you have shorts on? It's cold outside. Did you no. wear a long fur? No. Dig is out. Okay. TMI. So these three women, you you said that they were all related. So yeah, that's yeah. probably why they all were very similar. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean Are they similar like, to me? No, no. no. Okay, just, so I'm, everyone in Pittsburgh. You're is a different the same. generation. You know what I'm saying? Maybe Now you're calling me an old bitch. Does somebody wanna help well, me fight for me? I mean to be fair, it is it is oh, a statement of gosh. Ow. You're really? a different generation. That's really Vaughn. I don't want to sit here and act like I got to be sensitive about the, the passing of time. <laughs> like, like, it happened, my G. Like, hey, hey. Okay. It okay. just takes hours in knowing that nobody else knows. It's just me. How about them next? Have you noticed that? <laughs> you know, um, what's his name want to fight all the time now, don't he? Yo, um. <laughs> How about for somebody, For somebody that is so. How do I, how do I bring this back? It's so. Strong and mm-hmm. and powerful and and confident. If I tell Vaughn happy birthday, she might fuck me. <laughs> happy birthday! Don't you fuck me. Why you trying to? What you trying to say? It's not for six more hours. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I um I don't mind telling my age. I have told my age on stage. Um, we had an incident one time. I was like, Courtney, I didn't do that set today. <laughs> I wasn't listening, my G. <laughs> I was like, you was on stage. I was like, he think I did the set about my age. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I was like, um, it just looks like you just calling me out for no reason. But um, that was about a year ago, maybe. That or maybe was two. Valentine's Day. Right, at a Knitting Factory. Knitting Factory. Yeah, that was a fun show. But... I I do um well, you know we do short sets mm-hmm. you know so I have like three different like ten minute sets that I work right. on you know everybody works differently but you know as you work towards longer sets you know I have a bunch of little yeah. bits that work so that particular night I didn't do that bit in that right. set and I'm like what the fuck Courtney <laughs> so here's the thing like that's what that's what I was talking about like we ended up working together a lot uh, for a period of time you know we were kind of like. I would, I would be hosting a show, you'd be on it. <clears throat> Sorry. I'd be hosting a show and you'd be on it. And we'd kind of like, I knew your stuff. So that's why I booked you on the show in the first place. Mm-hmm. So when I when you went on, I'm like, all right, good. I can trust her. I know what she's going to do. Let me go do a million other things I got to do while I'm running the show, which was mostly like smoke weed in the back. Yeah, right? that's very important <laughs> when you're working with Courtney. Just FYI. I was, I was like, hey, what do you do? All right, cool. <laughs> So I come out in the come out from the back after she's done with her set, and I usually have like something I might say to allude to something she might have used to say, and I was like, "This is gonna be easy, real easy cleanup, get to the next comic." Apparently, she ain't tell nobody she was old as hell, and I just had to oh, like, wow. I just had to like basically tell everybody, "Hey, y'all, I don't know." First of <laughs> all, you're not just gonna like slide in a you old saying? as hell comment in the middle of we saying. What was I saying? Are you considering me old as hell? No, hell is a very I'm old, old as hell to my daughter, but I'm not old as hell to you. First of all, what? your full grown ass man beard How makes you old. We look the same age yeah. in my eyes. I look hard. I look, yeah. I look, I look so like I had a hard I life. I might be the age I am, but you I look, look the age. age that I am. So yeah. which one would you take? How do, how do you think but, I am? I'm not going to ask you your age. First of all, let me get back to the, the two things in comedy. One... If you think all I got is that seven minutes that I have been running those previous times, I just said I thought that's what you was gonna be using. I didn't you know. might, as a host, want to check before hey, you. I thought I could trust you, Vaughn. You I can was... trust me to do good work because yeah, yes. I got a lot of different, you know, a lot of different material, you know and I'm was? always working on different things. So just check, just look, listen, look, look. listen to people said when you. I listen. thought we had a working agreement that you would run the same five minutes for 12 years while I host your show. I thought it made sense. Okay, do me a favor. Don't ever book me <laughs> on any of your shows because you have a very low expectation. Ron, do, the, do, the, do the one I asked you to do. <laughs> Secondly, um, the, the thing with my age that I do on stage, I actually, believe it or not, had, we'll just say management, quote, quote air quotes, um, say, you know, the whole fake it till you make it thing. 
Like as far as casting, I'm going in for commercial casting and, and TV stuff mm. for 30, 30 to 35. Me too. And they're like, if people, kiss my ass, you're such an ass. If, if people <laughs> know your age, they see you as that age and then they, you can't go in for certain things. No, so like they that. were like, that's kind of a hindrance, but I'm like, but it's also good for what I'm doing. So I, I was like, well, let me find a more clever way to deal with age on stage. Yeah. So from that, because if you're a good comic, you're always working and your material is always growing. So from that point, a year or two ago, whenever that Valentine's Day was at Knitting Factor, my um, a year ago. So from a year ago till now, I I've expanded on all my material that I, I was doing. So. Right. <laughs> uh, so it I deal with the age thing in a more clever way. Right. So not that I'm not one of those chicks that won't say their age, but at the same time, I'm trying to be more clever about it. And then we'll see where we go from here. There could be a whole other conversation. I tell people I'm 33. Me too. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I do not lie about my age. I don't want you to. I, I just, I just think it's hilarious. Because of that moment right there when we went to when we were at the mid. When you fucked up as a host, I know it was terrible. I actually did an amazing job. They thought I was so good. They didn't invite. I had to come back on stage. You stupid. I had to come back on stage and save Courtney. Nah. (laughs) Everybody was fine. I hate this conversation. Anyway, let's talk about the terrible ass Knicks. That's what I brought you on here for. For real? To talk about the Knicks? Half half of it, yes. I blame Michael Rappaport for everything. Why? (laughs) Because he disrespected LeBron and got the Knicks hype. Like, they're supposed to fight every five seconds. So, what's his name? Think he gangster now. What's his name? He's fighting everybody. Man, come on. I'm like, dude. I mean, at this point, he wasn't going to be in the league much longer unless he created a character. So now, when you leave, did they the get Knicks, the WWE writers on the NBA staff? Because do you really believe? Like I, I, it's I mean, starting to feel like I, I believe these storylines story are written. Line. Yes, oh my absolutely. god, I, these storylines are. I, I think since like oh eight, I recognize there's some kind of a storyline going. Like oh, we got Boston and LA playing again. Oh, LA lost that. No, right? Just so, even the beginning of the season with the Kyrie trade and the Melo trade, and then look at the two first games of the season. Yeah. OKC versus the Knicks, and it was the Cavs and the Celtics. Yeah. I'm like, wait it's a no minute. Accident. It's no accident. It's they, no accident. They, they knew Hoodie Melo was going to the OKC. The same way they blocked um, they blocked uh, CP3 from going to the Lakers that year. So it's all, how long do you think it's been like – Written like that from that frozen letter that got the next Patrick Ewing. <laughs> way, way back then, we're talking '84. So it's so basically since the beginning of time. Because if it was if they were doing it's that in '84, then they were doing it from. Think the about how beginning. many. Think about how many like amazing basketball players that just didn't fit the whatever they wanted got booted out the league. Gilbert Arenas. Okay. Can't get it. So you're telling me he couldn't get a contract. Okay. Alan Iverson, he told me he couldn't get a contract. At, I mean, obviously not today. <laughs> but like, you no, know, I feel what you're saying. At the time, years, right. he was done, come on. Stephon well, Marbury is still playing in China. Yes. Stephon Marbury is a... I said the name all wrong. My accent is still creeping in me from my Thanksgiving trip home to Pittsburgh. Picks? Pittsburgh. <laughs> um, Stephon Marbury. Did I say it right that nope, time? No, but Say how do you say it? Marbury. Marbury. I can't say Marbury. I know. Marbury. Marbury. Mulberry Blues. Mulberry Blues. It's like Stephon. It's like watching a cat learn to talk. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Now I, I'm speaking Mandarin. How do you say Mulberry? Mulberry. Am I saying it yet? You're putting L's that don't, <laughs> don't exist in that it. word. I can't help it. My tongue won't let me not I use it. I could write it down, ask you to sound it out, and you still say Mulberry. Say Mulberry. Marberry. Mar. Say Mars. Mars. Okay. Mars. Mar. Marberry. That sounds dumb. He got a dumb last. <laughs> <laughs> Stefan Marsberry um, is a superstar, He's like a big George deal Lord. in China. Yes. Yes. And if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong. Did I see something online where he was doing like? Um, movies and plays, like he's a superstar. Look at us. He's that dude. He's that dude. He is a big deal in China. Like his life is there. Yeah. I remember when social media first started. Um, I just he was um, one of the first basketball players I saw like 
online. I think he was crying or yeah, something. Yeah, Remember he, that? He Vaseline. I was. Oh, the vet. I, I remember like the crying. Like, I don't remember that. Through your throat. Is it? I don't know. That none seemed of my like business. something a female with. That's none of my business. What mm. Stefan does. I don't through. remember the Vaseline, but I remember seeing him crying online, and I was so fascinated because I was like, it was Twitter. Or was it Twitter? I don't know. I don't remember. It was the beginning of all this social media. Right, right, right. And I was just sitting there like, is this authorized? Is, is it not? Real? Is this real? What Does is he doing? Does know he's doing this? Right. And then um, cut to a little bit later, I remember Dwight Howard was um, doing the um, the shuffle. With, no, no, to the left, to the left, to the right, to the I don't right. That's that. Is it? He was doing that online. He was at like some college kicking it and I was like this is amazing and then social media started blowing up and I was just like wow this is this is fascinating but it's also weird because we were only used to athletes in post yeah, pre and post, post yeah. interviews yeah quick conversation alright so how did you feel about the quarter Kobe it was good took the shots but now you see everything everything it's everything. a different life people always try to make that uh, comparison like oh you think Jordan would be that good I'm like ah Jordan had a gambling problem. Many a mistress. You think Jordan could have survived? Let me tell you something. Um, LeBron James in the current world that we live Talk in. Talk about it. How amazing of a man is this man? But when you think about it, Derek Jeter was immaculate too. But when you mm, also think about it, I don't it's know. Just, I used to work in spa. But that's what I'm saying. It's <laughs> and just I used to a matter see him of, come through with a slew It's just a matter <laughs> of picking the right one that'll shut the fuck up. So I know LeBron smokes weed. Oh, you do? I do. You smoke with LeBron? Me and LeBron are the same weed you, man. You're like, this, right? see, we are broadcasting this to the world and everyone that listens to us. It will go around and Courtney Reynolds is on. Are you going on record right now saying you know for a fact that LeBron James smokes weed? LeBron. And, and LeBron, if I'm you are, about. I'm being LeBron's lawyer right now. If you are. Okay, what proof do you have? You see, because now, you just can't say shit. Now, now it's an official thing, and I'm not saying a thing because exactly. they got lawyers. But you just can't but, say shit. That's but, what's dangerous about social media. Okay, whatever. You know these guys do illicit things that don't get. Posted, I don't know but, that. Okay, whatever. I will say. If I wasn't there, if I ain't say it, okay, okay, I ain't say it. Whatever. But my point is this. If, if you know that these guys are doing a list of things, but they know who not to do it around, they know who not to do it with, they know to tell the people they're doing it with to shut the fuck up. There's people that get in trouble that, like uh, Jamarcus Russell or Michael Beasley, mm-hmm. who don't know, hey, I'm just, you can't just be out in the hood smoking a blunt. Right. You know what I'm saying? I, I would be willing to bet, fine, I would be willing to bet that LeBron has there a go. room full of marijuana. I'm willing to For bet that he, he does Your opinion and my opinion are equally as valid. I Absolutely. bet he doesn't. Okay. You bet he does. I bet he does. Neither one of us know. Neither, it doesn't but, matter. Can, can I say this, though, for yes. me? Because I'm very passionate about this. Yes. The whole um, trial by social media, trial mm. by Twitter, trial by Instagram it's is dangerous. so dangerous. It's dangerous. Because it's like people don't believe, like they just say anything about anybody. Like it's facts. It happens to me all the time. People say stuff about me as if it's a fact. It could happen to you. It could, when they accuse, that, that woman accused Nelly, the rapper of rape, right. right? Within seconds, people were attacking him, calling him a monster, attacking his woman. Mm-hmm. Look, what if, I'm not saying that girl is lying, right? but what if she is lying? We just said Nelly's a raping monster that, <laughs> that should die and go to jail in two seconds. Now, what people don't realize is maybe on a smaller scale if you're not famous, but anybody, like we could get off the phone. Like, let's say we're not doing this podcast or this live show right now. Right. And we're just having a conversation because we know each other. We could just tweet out to our followers right now. Courtney yeah. grabbed me by the ass, hashtag me too, I'm suing him. And I could be straight lying, right. but now you ain't shit to everybody. You're a monster. You're this, you're that. I, I mean, I agree that trial by, by social media and trial by public opinion is dangerous. Um, so watch your opinion about LeBron. But I wasn't saying like, <laughs> hey, LeBron is out here touching people unfavorably. I said, hey. <laughs> no, I, I I took it there right. to exaggerate the point. Okay. Whether it's big or but, small, but you can't just say LeBron smoked weed unless he passed you the joint. But that's what I'm saying. And if he passed you the joint, I want video proof. 
Well, you can't ask for all that because then you, if you, let me let me talk about what we're talking about. These men are targets. They're targets. Okay, I'm sorry. Only because it's like this. You're never gonna get video proof. You're Mm. never, not never. Very rarely are you. If a guy rapes a hundred times. Oh, Can I just assume? I just, hey, he's really good at it. Uh, let's assume, like, just for percentages, <laughs> he does it a hundred times. A hundred rapes. This, they, they a hundred different maybe, women. A, look, man. <laughs> or one woman a hundred times. I mean, that, that could be a marriage. You don't know. <laughs> mm, that would be a marriage for me. No, I'm just playing. See? Not hashtag I'm playing. But hold on, that's that no. rape culture <laughs> no, that we no, can't no, perpetuate no, 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 no. because they're all women oh, out there that allow men to think that it's sexy, that they want to be taken, and this and the third. And it is maybe something you're into. Go but ahead, when ask your question. Ask your question. And then these niggas start hitting on you, and you're like, wait, wait, pineapple, you can't just. I, I agree. Okay, anyway. I 100% agree. <laughs> what was I saying before you? Made you were accused sexy. of LeBron stuff, <laughs> and everybody knows I'm his number one lawyer. Well, I didn't watch. I didn't. I didn't know. I had to watch out for his for the Weinstein. <laughs> My last name's Brown. <laughs> um, you were you were saying a hundred rapings. That's okay. where you left off. Maybe one of those gets videotaped, right? So there's no. There's, you have to give credence to what an accuser says. But then the burden of proof is then, I guess, on who? Innocent until proven guilty? Is this not still America? So the point is, I don't think that we should have pity on these men that are accused of sexual harassment. Easy to say because it hasn't been you yet. Wait. Stressing the yet. I don't think we should say we should have pity on them. But I feel like the... The... um, the it, no articles and no publicity should be shed on the issue until we have a verdict. I agree. You know what I mean? Let him go through the rigmarole. He's going to court. He's going to court. He's going to court. Yes, he's still doing right. Videos, he's still making money off his money. Innocent until proven guilty. When he when it when he comes and says, "Okay, Sarah says you were here. You were here. You did it." Slay that man through the coals. One hundred percent. One. One. One hundred percent. You know, I I don't I hey, if it were me right. and I always set the boundary, even if it's some blurry line that I that I understand. Boom. What is my punishment? But here's the thing: I we're on the same page. Mm-hmm. I agree. The danger in in what I'm stressing and why it could sound like I'm I'm on the wrong side of the mm-hmm. table. I hope no one's misunderstanding that. Is I'm I'm in defense. Of innocent until proven guilty. Absolutely. Because everyone, it's like no one really considers that until it's them. But here's the thing, what if never, you didn't do it? But we never hear about the you end need of a the chance. Case. You know what I mean? We never hear about the end of the case. So honestly, all of these guys that get accused die accused. You know what I mean? Like we. What we was went the case? After... I, neither one of us can pull it up right now. There's a case where this chick, I, I believe she's a white girl, accused this uh, black athlete. I believe it was basketball, and he served a bunch of time in jail, lost yeah. his opportunity to go to the NBA, and she was on Facebook bragging yeah. about how she lied about him raping her. Now he lost all his opportunity as a young man. He was a star athlete. He spent time in jail, and she's bragging about lying. Right. Now, it's my opinion that if a woman or anybody, woman, man, whoever, if someone accuses someone of rape and they're lying, yeah. they should serve the same amount of time in jail for lying that that As person should would have sh- served or did serve. You should. There should be consequences for lying. There are no you're consequences right. for lying. So right. it's just everybody's buck wow. So that's what I'm protecting. The idea that someone could be lying. Because if people lie on me, I want my fair trial. Yeah. But that's the thing. We, women and children are the most, well, that's women in general. Women are the the most um, beaten and yet the most protected. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I don't mean beaten beaten literally in a physical sense. I mean like... They're the most, they, they have the most on their backs, but at the end of the day, everybody's running to say, it's like this. 
We'll load a woman's back with luggage and luggage and luggage and make her walk all the way to the door. But, at, but, but then when she gets to the door, everybody is there. Get that off of her back. But we didn't acknowledge the fact that we made her walk a mile. You ain't acknowledged my Erica Badu skills either. I didn't want to talk about how bad it was. <laughs> oh, was that pitchy? Pitchy, dude. It was a little pitchy for me, dude. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, Courtney, I'm not going to take this abuse. Oh, Vaughn, you're like, um, I was about to call you um, something to get me beat up. You're, Go ahead and do it. You're like, Shoot your shot. You're like the fun auntie. I'm the fun auntie? Yeah. Why would that get you beat up? I don't know. I I, I feel like I felt like you would have read that as me calling you old again. You throwing back to the old <laughs> No, I, I'm not insulted at fun auntie. It maybe if you would have said grandma, I'd have been like, this, he's corny. Courtney is just trying to, you know, do what most men do when they're intimidated by a woman. Yeah. Tear them down and make them feel insecure. Absolutely not. I think you're the fun <laughs> auntie. I think that's, I feel like, all right, this is my impression, idea of, of you. Like, how many sisters you got? Just, well, I have one biological sister and one very yeah. close friend that I grew up with yeah, that I call nieces. my sister. One niece. One daughter, one nephew. Okay. Well, I, I and then my 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 sister who is not my biological sister that lives in Houston. She has two kids. Do the young ones kind of like when they come when they do see you? They, do they kind of be like Auntie Vaughn? Aunt Vaughn, yeah, Aunt Vaughn. I'm Aunt Vaughn. You're the fun aunt. Like I'm I got Aunt a fun aunt. aunt. My, I mean, my mom is not the fun aunt. <laughs> Look, Courtney, I'm over it. I'm I'm you know a woman of a certain age. I'm good with it. I'm fine. It's not like I look like shit. I mean, I, well, maybe I do. I don't know. I just, I just like I, I like messing with Vaughn because she is a fun person to mess with. And I'm easy. I got easy buttons. You, got you, so you many think buttons. I have easy buttons? You just, I do have easy. You buttons. allow me to mess with you, and it's fun to me. Well, it's entertaining for everyone else. I am. I am. I am a I perpetual don't little fuck. I'm a little fuck. So it's like I just, I just like fucking with people, and you're fuckable. But you take it in stride, and you're a lot of fun. Because I'm fun. You're a fun person, man. That's why I said I, I love having you on. I'm gonna end the show in a little bit. Really? Yeah, I mean, we're we're down to just. Did we take here. any callers though? Did you want to no, take no, no, them? No, no. Oh, okay. We just have them listen to us chat. Oh, so you don't do the call-in thing? Hell no. So can I ask anyone who's listening to follow my station head? Um, they did actually. Oh, they did. Yeah. Thank you guys. I'm trying to build the following so I could actually see. I want to use my station head, um, not as a direct podcast. For Coach Vaughn podcast, but like I do my podcast on Mondays Mm -hmm. and then um, on Tuesdays, I think at three o'clock, I'm going to take live call ins and then we could talk about whatever I talked about on a podcast or games or whatever. And I really want to catch up. So it's like a way for your podcast people to get in touch with you. Yes, they could talk to me directly instead of just hit me up on Instagram and Twitter. We're we're slowly going to be video girls by the end of this. What do you mean? You 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 never see those porn sites where they have like. Hey. Porn sites. Oh man, you never seen a porn site where like the girl is like on the computer and she's like, "What do you want me to do?" And she's like video chatting with people. Oh, so Station Head is gonna have a video aspect. No, to but it? I mean, if you're if you're gonna have like people like purpose, it can. I guess what I was trying to say <laughs> you was just we're not it. that far from being video girls. It's like, hey, call in, talk to me, tell me what you want me to say. Well, yeah, because I I don't I don't know because I don't think I would want to do my podcast live. And then put it up. Right, right. Um, so I do want to be a part of Station Head. I think it's a great new app and it's a great amazing. new idea. I'm, I'm really excited to be part of it. Um, so this is my way of being a part of it and attaching my podcast to it. And right. a lot of people, because, you know, people mistake Coach Vaughn podcast for just sports. Yeah. Um, but it's sports, relationships. It, like, if you go to my website, Coach Vaughn podcast.com or just coachvon.com it says love basketball comedy right so what my podcast is we're we're definitely going to chime in about sports right but i talk about current events pop culture um definitely comedy and um love relationships you know the the coach vaughn name kind of has a double meaning for me because i have my book speak fluent man which is a a memoir of 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 my relationship and you know the whole life coach kind of thing which I don't consider myself a life coach per se but I have yeah I have a lot of people that read my book and want to talk about certain things in it right and I've made you know television appearances and different things as you know a relationship kind of person so again I don't I'm not one of those this is the end-all be-all know everything but I do have valuable information and a lot of experience in life that people 
you know, would want to talk about. Right. So I feel like, you know, doing a live calling thing for my show would be pretty dope. And I usually try to tie in. I, I understand life and, and relationships and everything through sports analogies. Like, that's how I you learn. Basketball, if you want to explain something to me, explain it in basketball and I'll get it. Somebody said to me when I was in college that um, men, and I guess and women, that use sports analogies to explain things are dumb. Oh! Right? You thought I was going to You know what, Courtney? I was thinking it, but, but now I'm going to say it. But here's the thing. That's I feel like I you are straight playing me out. No, 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 no. I was going to say No, no, no. The that reason... was three. I was waiting until you wait, got the wait, three. Wait, wait, wait. Now wait. I'm going to have to curse you the fuck wait. out and let you know where I'm from. I'm gay. You're from Pittsburgh. Now, now, now right, someone right, just here. Right, I've been Beyonce this whole goddamn time. Now how I'm How are you going to get mad at this when I'm saying, no, this is how I do it? Well, I'm doing a girl thing where I'm not listening to that part because I want to finish I know. You just want to be mad. I'm like, hold on, what are you saying? Okay, go ahead. But like, I'm saying like, yo, I, it stuck with me in college because I was like, that's what I do. Well, and I think, it's, that I think it's very intelligent. Head. I think it's a very intelligent thing. It's like, yeah. hey, you know that thing that everybody understands, sports? Mm-hmm. Boom. All right. It's just like this thing you don't understand. So everything, you understand it now. everything, me just cursing you out, apply that to whoever said that. Yeah, 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 I get it now, but I'm just They're saying. an asshole. And I'll say this. Here's why it's not dumb. Right. Talk that it, shit, bro. Think about basketball or football, whatever your favorite sport yeah, is. Yeah, tied in like that. But just let's, let's just say <laughs> basketball because right. that's our, you know, we both connect with that. So just think about the strategy of basketball. Right. Bas- athletes are not dumb. No. They are highly intelligent, highly disciplined individuals. I consider myself a comedic athlete. I apply principles of discipline that I learned that athletes do, like basketball, like uh, what LeBron and, and the J.R. Smith and everybody on the fucking NBA and Cleveland and everybody. What, they, what we watch in a game is like when people see us on stage. Mm-hmm. You're just seeing the finished product. Right. What they do to be an incredible athlete and be able to play at a professional high level, yeah. there's a process to that. Mm-hmm. And I, I apply to my comedy Uh those principles in my mind you know what i mean so athletes are not only highly intelligent people but they are also incredibly disciplined strong physically and mentally and you can absolutely learn from them and in the state of our world that we're in right now we depend on our athletes for social issues more than our president. Talk about that shit. <laughs> so whoever said that to you in college can kiss my entire out of shape ass. I got to get back in the gym so I, it's not out of shape. But <laughs> See, I, I, I remember that I was on strike too. I'm like, oh, don't add on to this? Don't okay. add on to All it. Right. I'm okay. have, you know, I, I do, um, like I said earlier, I never really quite mix my good diet and my gym rat. Mm. Personality, I never fuses at the same time. So that's gonna be my 2018. Yeah. I gotta fuse. I gotta stop going. I'm going to the gym, but eating donuts. I have and then I stop eating donuts, and then I don't go to the gym. Like pick a side. I mean, if you just <laughs> stop eating and like struggle real hard, like that's how I lost 20 pounds this year. I lost 20 pounds just losing my job. <laughs> I'll throw it back to age for you. That only worked when I was in my 20s. Mm. That doesn't work when you grown as fuck. So you're saying it's going to be over? It's about to be. I'm, well, you're a man, so your metabolism is different than a woman. I, you said 33? No, I'm really 28. Well, whatever you are, <laughs> uh, I'm going to say when you hit 35 plus like mm. me, because I'm a 35 pluser, let's nah, say. Nah, you like 34 um, or whatever. Shut up, Courtney. When you hit 35 to 40 range, right. you, it's, it's gonna, you're going to notice that you can't do... Because my mind is set at 25 for the rest of my life. Right. I have a 25 spirit. Right. It, Why not? <laughs> right. It's just I, I'm going to be 80 and I'm going to be 25 right. in right. my head. And um, not to get into... There's, there's a astrology kind of thing with that, the life cycle... And, and when you were born and all that stuff. We would have to do a whole nother show to get into that. But um, certain people, like if you ever meet like a, a Capricorn, right? Mm-hmm. Like you have a, or a Pisces. You're, I, I sh- that's why I said I'm that first. I'm telling you I'm a wizard. I felt that. Cancer. My mom was cancer. We're supposed to be very compatible. See, there like, you go. Okay. That's why we get along. That's why you're so, a auntie, damn it. <laughs> 
So you take someone who you your Capricorns, Pisces, you're more of the end of the life cycle era. So people with probably told you you have a very old soul or you mm. like older things. You you get along with older people. You listen to like maybe throwback music. It's like I like old school yeah. R&B. That's because your your birthday lands um, towards the latter part of the life cycle. Whereas a Cancer, my life cycle falls in the ages of early 20s, a coming of age era. I, yeah. I, 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 I don't know if you guys heard her start slowing down. I started smiling all day. All what? I'm thinking about is my mom. I'm like, yeah, my mom is a so child. So now I'm Courtney's mom. No. You know what? I, go from, I just said she's a cancer like you. So I like go from old bitch, which is a fancy way of saying grandma, I guess, to auntie, to now I'm his mama. Hey, I got an Oedipus complex, I guess. But I'm saying, it's like... Spell it. O E I D. Oh, you're doing better than me because I started with an E. That's all, I, that's all I got. That's all I got. I, I was like, we don't. We only know basketball stuff. I, yes, thank you. <laughs> High five. Nah. But no, no. I, my mom is a is a forever child. So like in exactly. the same way, I'm like that makes right. total sense. It's like my mom right. is very. <laughs> There's a book. It, um, it's called uh, the Secret Languages, uh, Secret Language of Birthdays. It breaks it hmm. down, and it's not just astrology. It these doctors they um. They studied, I think it was over 14,000 people, and they included um, actual research mm-hmm. of these personalities, of these people, uh, astrology and numerology, and they mixed all this stuff together, and um, they, instead of going, you know how you read a horoscope and it's like, this could apply to anyone. Right. It's so detailed, because they actually studied, like they would take me, your mom, everybody who had, not just the month or the the cancer like it's so detailed by your actual birth date mm. you read anybody's birthday you're gonna be like this only would apply what to this person was? it's called the secret language of birthdays oh, the book is as thick as is a bible like maybe thicker than it's the got bible. 365 days to go over, yeah at least um, and a lot of different personalities right as they call it um it's a study of um personality but uh i read it years ago i got the book 20 years ago probably the book is really thick but it's online now i if you it's so easy online now because you could just plug in birthdays and see how it matches up they have another book called secret languages of uh, secret language of relationships and not just like romantic relationships like mother father like um siblings co-workers marriage it kind of um teaches you you know compatibility or how to deal with people they had a uh when you, there's a, the five languages of birthdays, but they also had this uh, article I read about the five languages of love. Okay. Is that in, in the same index? I don't know those, but I'm going to read those now because I'm really, oh, I like it's, to it's look into read. stuff like it's that. It's a good yeah. read. And I think it, if you are having relationship issues, reading that will probably help bridge some kind of an understanding. Right, but here, now my coach Vaughn, the other side is coming mm-hmm. through. Talk Here's the thing you said, if, we all do. And not just romantic when issues. You right, we, uh, there's, we all can do better as people. And I'm a, I'm a people person. I love people. I can right. see, you know, I'm very empathetic. I see the good in even a murderer. You know, I'm like, what is it about okay. this person that made them do that? You right. know, I, I try to see the good in everyone. So I just want to learn how to be better myself and how to have good relationships across the board, whether it's a romantic relationship, just friends, my relationship with my daughter, my sis, my siblings, right. my mom, whoever it is, coworkers, comics, whatever. I just want to learn to be better. And we all fall short in some area. Right. Um, and also, if people can read my book, Speak Fluent Man, <laughs> speakfluentman.com. Solid, uh, solid plug. And, you know, I tell people when they read that book, they say it's life-changing information in there. Right. Um, but I always say that it's grounded in, the bottom line is just be honest. It's grounded in truth. So if you learn how to just be truthful with yourself and be bold enough to be truthful to others, you, you have better relationships. Right. And if the relationship is that it ends because that person can't deal with your truth, isn't better? Isn't it better to live in a truth without that person than live in a lie with so that believe, person? It sounds like you believe mostly in um, in communication. A hundred percent, and not all of us are good at it. I don't claim to be mm-hmm. the perfect yeah. person at it either, but I have a lot of experiences that I put into. My book that, you know, people, when they read it, like I said, they say it's life-changing information, right. but they also 
what I wanted to attempt happened. And that is you take my stories and these experiences and then you take from it and apply to your life what's true to you. Yeah. I don't, this is not like a, a manual that says do this and shit works yeah, out. No, it says this is how you, these are things that happened to me. These are stories. This, this is a way that I found truth. Right. You know, this is how I was able to deal with this, that, and the third. And it covers like double standards, um, entitlement, the natural order, whole bunch of different stuff. Excuse me, I'm burping. Excuse me. Yeah, you got that what, water. The, what the hell? I did drink a lot of water. Um, and you got me all hype. I don't know how we ended up here. How did we get here? Good, it's a good place to be. I'm right with it. You I, said you were stopping the show, and then I just I you you know what started talking about knowledge. astrology. <laughs> I, I I'm interested, so I'm not gonna cut you off. I'm like, okay, all right. And I still uh, gotta order my dinner, so whatever. <laughs> you still got what? I just ordered my dinner. <laughs> you ordered your dinner while I was talking. This is so disrespectful, Courtney. I was engaged the entire time. You should. You be- were not listening. You were thinking about your. Uh, what did you get? Shrimp fried rice or something from Chinese food or whatever. I got now it. you want to be Stefan Marsberry. I got a spicy and roll in and China. Fried wonton. So I knew you were. I'm classier than chicken. I knew, <laughs> I knew you were gonna live out your Stefan Marsberry fantasies. No, but, I, but like, like we were saying, the communication is the most important part. And part of communication is actually listening. Actually listening. And being respectful of the person that's talking. You know what? I apologize, Auntie Vaughn. And if you call me Auntie Vaughn. Ooh, this is going to be fun calling you Auntie Vaughn. No, it's not. First of all, Auntie Vaughn um, does not leave this room. And anyone who are comics listening to Courtney (laughs) um, (laughs) or, you know, on the podcast, whatever, if we put it up, whatever. Um, you are not allowed to call me Auntie Vaughn. Yes, you are. You stick to Coach Vaughn. I'm calling her Auntie. Stick to Coach. On V. What up, on V? Let me tell you something, Courtney. You're not going to play me out. I'm taking no disrespect. Do you listen to Big Sean? You are a big Sean. I'm a huge big... He he, he be speaking Bible. It's biblical. It's biblical. It's biblical. You listen to it for yourself, but I'm going to tell you. Take no disrespect, okay? Pull up and wreck. If, if you don't did, make me get gangster. I'm not calling not being disrespectful. I'm being quite respectful right now. I said don't call me auntie. I, that's why I called What's you my name? What's my name? Don't, don't do that. What's my name? I Coach. <laughs> Your mama made you Clay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call you Clay. <laughs> All right, so you can call me Bondi Carlo if you like, but no. you're not calling me auntie. What up? This got awkward. I want awkward silence. <laughs> I wanted I wanted the listeners to hear it. Well, as long as your listeners and my listeners know that Coach Vaughn, Von DiCarlo, uh, Von DiCarlo Brown, you call me a lot of things, but you're not going to call me auntie. I won't call you um, auntie, okay? Unless I, I approve it. I didn't approve it. So, so as what, long as everybody knows I take no disrespect. So can I, can I, all right, this, this is my olive branch, okay? I want us to stop beefing. How did we even beef? Because we're just... I think you did this on purpose just to have a good show. I, I like fucking with you, so stop yes. Because <laughs> you're making me stand this is, this my ground. Is, this is my olive You're lucky to say Florida, son. Yeah, you're stand your That's true. I don't believe I don't. I don't believe in guns. No, no guns. I believe in guns. I've seen them. No <laughs> They're real things. I wish guns will all go away. All right, it's my olive branch. What's your olive branch? I'm going to come up with a nickname for you. No. Damn it. But you said there's an approval process. Like, you didn't approve of the name. It, okay, let's say this in all seriousness. Um, you can have the little behind your eyes, wink, wink, Auntie Vaughn, but don't ever let it come out your mouth. Because we're both comics, and whatever you do, whoever you're around is going to think they could do that too. Vaughn. Then you're going to have me in a position where I got to check you gotta 10 comics so, so, all right, so, because you know one what? came you know out of his mouth you and know said what? something, you know what? and everybody else said that they could do the you same thing. That's enough for me. Thank you. That so enough, that's all I wanted. I'm, we're Courtney Reynolds. Yeah. I'm Von DiCarlo. Right. But I can AKA I can Courtney. eye glimmer. I can eye glimmer on Auntie Vaughn. Don't okay. I can eye glimmer. You just said it. Don't don't try to read this. Let me because you said eye glimmer, now let me I'm gonna have to take that away. Because if you eye glimmering at me, I'm gonna have to check that too. Because you know it's I'm a female comic. You gotta make but sure. But my eye glimmer not even sexy, fam. Don't, it don't, looked like something wrong no, with me. Look at it. Look no. at my eye glimmer. L- listen, Courtney, listen. Auntie Vaughn. <laughs> you said you were gonna close the show. Let's close the show with understanding your name is Courtney Reynolds yeah. and I'm Von DiCarlo. Mm-hmm. Von DiCarlo Brown. Mm-hmm. Von DiCarlo's a double first name. 
My last name was Brown. People call me Coach or Coach Vaughn. I didn't give myself that name, mm-hmm. but it's cute. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, I, let, I let people call me Coach Vaughn. I have not let anyone call me Aunt. That is not my real niece or nephew. It's going to grow on you. Me. Are, it's not going to grow on me. We're going to come to Blows one day. And you're no. like, ah. What's going to happen is we're going to have a four-hour-long podcasting show because I'm not going to let you stop this without agreeing you know, to crazy. respect me. I'm not walking out of here. Oh, without don't my make respect. it that. Don't make it that. Because now, 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 I'm a, now I'm a, I'm a misogynist. <laughs> if I don't, I didn't call you a misogynist. Right. I'm just saying, as a person, my last name is Brown. Mr. Carlo Brown. My, I said Vondi Carlo is a double first name. Oh, what is this? I said that. See, you're not listening. Communication. I problem. was terrified. I was being Vondi Carlo Brown. Okay. AKA Coach Vaughn. So we can't get another AKA. In no more AKAs. No. It's it's hard for female comics to get respect in these streets as people can see. Maybe if you We've been arguing about female comics. Let, let me tell Just you something. A, I don't call myself yes, a female right. comic. You're I don't. A comic. When someone says that, I go, I'm just a comic. I'm saying it I for the purpose. I'm I'm <laughs> saying it for the purpose of what we're talking about. Vaughn DiCarlo Brown. Mm-hmm. Your name is and forever will be. To me. Auntie that is a Courtney Reynolds and Vaughn episode. We're going to continue this argument on her podcast. Let me tell you I'm something. shutting this down. It's my show that. on this one. I knew you were going to I need to have that. the last word and say all kind of crazy things. I'm going to go. I'm going to give you that. I'm going to go apologize. I'm going to give you that I'm just. Give you I'm going to go apologize. All right. I'm, I'll be having a good night. Quit your I'm going to give you that as a comic. Like I'll give you that as a comic because you, you going going for the joke. Hurry up and turn that. I'm trying. Before I have to pay for it. Get that music out of here. Okay. Um, as a comic, I always go for the joke first. So I, I knew your setup was going to Auntie Vaughn. Yes. But in all seriousness. You are Vaughn DiCarlo. Yeah. Vaughn DiCarlo. Yeah. And you are a good friend of mine. Thank you, and Courtney Reynolds. I appreciate Reynolds. you hanging with me. And do you mind when I call you Quartz? You know what's fucked up? You're, this is going to go back to it. Only my mom calls me Quartz. Are you serious? Yes. Wow. Only my mom calls me Quartz. Me so and now you are, you are just reiterating. Wow. Making me want to more, so call you. Oh, so it's like a family thing. I get it. I it's, get it. It's affectionate. It's not. I get it. It's not just meant to However, be However, as co-workers, we Look, can't be that affectionate. I don't work with you because I don't get paid. <laughs> okay. As, um... Co comics in the comedy game. Okay. It's just not. All right, so it's in this room, a good look. I'm gonna shake your hand, Cole. But I <laughs> Courtney, you just you are insist you insisting. I told you I'm a little brother. I just want I just want you to say okay, fine, and I'll be like I didn't even want to. No, I'm just... no. No. Okay, fine. No. All right. No. All right, Vaughn. No. Vaughn, no. Vaughn, Vaughn, we appreciate. <laughs> no. I, I got what I wanted. I don't care what anybody says. No. <laughs> Do not call me Auntie Vaughn. Um, thank you guys for listening to the Coach Vaughn podcast. Thank you, Courtney Reynolds, for letting bringing me into Station Head to be a guest on your podcast. Thank you. And wow. allowing me to simultaneously record for mine as a bonus. This is going to be great because on my podcast. Um, you're my second guest. James Goff was my first one. Um, and he came in during my, um, my first three show phases when I was figuring it all out. And the idea is I do my podcast once a week and it's just me for a half hour. But when I have a guest, I want it to be a comic that comes in and, you know, chop it up about sports and everything that's going on or whatever and whatever their favorite sport is and give that whole thing. So this is kind of a bonus because we did yours. So yeah. it, we didn't kind of do my thing where I ask you, like, what's your favorite sport? Oh, and this, that, and the third. But um, if you want to come back in I at do. another time and we focus more on you as opposed to focusing on me for your thing, yeah. that would be dope. I would be if you would like down. to be a future guest and come in and talk more about the Knicks and, and who your favorite team is and all that stuff. Can I, can I end this with one thing? When, whenever, you're, whenever you're done, I just want the last words on your podcast to be something Hell else. no. You think I'm going to fall for the Auntie Vaughn set? No, 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 no. I wasn't going there. I was, gonna, I was just going to chant trust the process really loudly. 
Okay, well, you can do that while I sign off. This is the oh, Coach yeah. Vaughn Podcast. Thank you for listening. Oh, uh, do you want to plug anything? Shows, oh, websites? definitely. Uh, come through to the uh, Grizzly Pair on Sundays at 6 with the Your Best Life comedy show run by me and Miss Mallory Bryant. Um, the Quit Your Day Job podcast on Station Head. Um, follow me at Full Court Comedy and find out if I'll ever perform in this city again. <laughs> <laughs> is that it? That's it, man. Okay, and you know my stuff is all on Instagram and Twitter. Links on CoachVonPodcast.com. Uh, listen to me on Station Head. Join, please. Let's get this Tuesday thing popping off. And also um, uh, Station Head, iTunes. Uh, where else am I? I'm everywhere. You guys know where I am. I'm, I'm signing off. Go to my website, CoachVaughnPodcast.com. Follow all the links there. Thank you for listening. Coach Vaughn. Trust the process. Out. Trust the process. Coach Vaughn. Out. No, trust the process. <laughs>